0: 96.5 is 600 KGEZ. And the Knock On Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome, indeed, here to a Tuesday night edition of the Knock On Sports. Thanks for joining us here on 600 KGEZ. Really excited as we got a jam-packed show for you here tonight. Lots to break down here on the Knock On Sports for a Tuesday. Didn't get a chance to really dive into my NFC Championship game thoughts, so we're going to do that tonight. Uh, We're also going to chat some Montana State uh, football And we are also going to talk some health and nutrition. Lot of great guests joining us tonight, and they're going to all be joining us inside the Whitefish Credit Union studio and hotline, the knockout sports sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union, helping you plan and succeed for today and always. Some things never change, like Whitefish Credit Union's commitment to you. You can contact them at 862-3525 or visit whitefishcu.com, where they belong to you. So, yeah, we got uh, John Devine joining us here in about 15 minutes. We're going to talk some health and nutrition. We'll get his thoughts on the type of diet you need to keep in mind as you try and lose weight or whether you're trying to put on muscle, depending on your New Year's resolutions and trying to keep up with them here, especially as we're just almost done with the first month of January in 2021. Then, Coltrane Juarez, host host of Nuanes Now on ESPN Missoula and owner and operator of SkylineSportsMT.com will join us at the bottom of the hour We'll get his thoughts on where Montana State goes next now that head coach Jeff Choate is no longer the head football coach for the Bobcats. Uh, First, we'll start things off, though, with my thoughts on the NFC Championship game. A lot of people have been asking me this. What was your thoughts? What was going through your mind when Tampa Bay finally won and it was zeros across the clock? I, I tell people this story and I will continue to tell this. I literally thought I would run out of my house where I was watching the game and I was watching it with my girlfriend. And I, was, I thought I would literally run out of my house, scream, go Bucks, maybe do some snow angels in the front yard, backyard, wherever, and just be outside in my Bucks jersey, my Bucks hat, the whole kit and caboodle. All right. I thought that would be my reaction. I really did. I thought that'd be my reaction to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going and playing for a Super Bowl. But it wasn't. All I did, and I was standing for this game. I was standing for the better part of this game. For three hours, I was on the edge of my, on the edge of my feet, uh, standing up for this game and, and, and just waiting to see how it all would play out. I couldn't believe it. I literally just dropped down and had a seat. I sat down, the smile on my face, and just stunned. It's been a while. I never expected. I mean, listen, I had hopes. I had hoped and I had, you know, thought on oh, dreamt like, all oh, right, yeah, Tom Brady's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. But in the back of my head, I'm like, man, that's a long shot. New quarterback, new system, getting used to everybody. Maybe we still have a good chance next year, especially the way he played this season. Maybe we got a good chance next year. But this year would have been better because the Super Bowl was in Tampa. So in the back of my mind, all season long, and I talked about this, maybe I should throw some money down on Tampa Bay making it to the Super Bowl. If I had thrown some money down, I would have won some big money. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Now I wish I would have done it. If I, if, if I guaranteed if I had put money on it, Green Bay probably would have come back, come back and win that game. <laughs> but either way, I was in pure joy. I was happy. I had people texting me, calling me. Uh, I Facetime with a good friend of mine, Mark Moses, and we chatted about the game. Like The, the second game was going on. The Chiefs and the Bills were going on, and I, and I did want to watch that game, but afterwards I was just so in the zone that I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother. Now, I will say this. I had a bunch of people, and all good friends of mine here in Northwest Montana, They were all texting me when Tom Brady threw a touchdown pass to Cameron Brate. Bucks are up 28-10. I had people tweeting at me about it. I had people commenting about it on Facebook. All saying, oh, dude, you guys are going to the Super Bowl. Man, how does it feel? You guys are up big. You guys are going to win. I said and I tweeted it and I messaged back to every single person. I am not counting anything yet. We haven't won yet. It's still the Green Bay Packers. It's still Aaron Rodgers. And guess what? He did exactly what I thought he would do. He didn't do it in week six, but he did do it on Sunday. And there was a part of me, as I saw the three picks, there, the thought crossed my mind, we are going to lose this game. But the defense came through big time ton of credit to the defense. We'll get into more credit and Tom Brady. Does he, how much does he deserve? How much does his team deserve? Is it all about him? Is it about this team? We'll get into that here in a second. But I do want to address this. Because obviously, there are a lot of Packer fans out there. A lot of them are my friends. Won, won a lot of bets this weekend against them too. And so the penalty at the end of the game. I was surprised they called the pass interference on that play. They had not done it all game long. There were, I think, five penalties, including that one all game. We had four other penalties. Did not expect that flag to come out. All right? I didn't see the hold uh, until after the replay. But it is kind of funny because I did see people try and compare this to the Rams, Saints, no call. There is a problem with that. This was a legit call. They made the right call on the field. It was correct because it was a hold. From hash to hash, King had a hold of Tyler Johnson's jersey. Or undershirt, for that matter. Actually, it was his undershirt. It wasn't even his jersey. It was his undershirt. Now, can I, now can I sympathize with Packers fans and say, yeah, it, it stinks? All right? But to say it's like the Rams-Saints no-call... That's a bridge too far. Listen, the Green Bay Packers had every chance to come back and win this game. Here's another idea for the Green Bay Packers. Don't go down 28 10 in the third quarter. All right, it was 14 10. The mistake, and I know people are going to look at it. Well, it was a hold. Eh, Ticky tacky. If you if you were gonna have if you were gonna have that call and say that should have been called, do you think if Green Bay's defensive back had actually been called for that earlier in the game, do you think you would have actually been okay with that call? Be honest with yourselves. All right. Because, like I said, I was surprised the call was made. It is the correct call when you watch replay because of how long he holds on. But my point still being is the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got there. The Green Bay didn't lose this game on one single call. All right. Green Bay, I think Green Bay lost this game at the end of the first half when they let Scotty Miller go by for a touchdown. I had a buddy of mine that was actually at Lambeau uh, watching this game. I haven't asked him yet, but I do want to. I want to ask him, <laughs> what was going through your mind when you watched Scotty Miller score on your team? I want to really know that. But again, Green Bay had their chances. Okay, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, the, Tom Brady gave, every, gave Green Bay every opportunity to come back and win that football game. But guess what? You only got six points out of three turnovers. Two of those interceptions were essentially arm punts. I was, like I said, I was literally thinking midway through the fourth quarter, we are going to lose this game. Now, I can go back to another drive, and this was before the Devontae Adams touchdown. Because, like I said, we can nitpick all day long in this game that were missed calls and the calls that shouldn't happen. So I'm going to make the case here. Because it, it, it ends up leading to a touchdown that probably shouldn't happen. Aaron Rodgers drops back. Devontae Adams is covered. He throws the ball. It's the second and goal. Aaron Rodgers throws the ball into uh, the end zone. Okay? When you look at where Aaron Rodgers is when he throws the football and where anybody is in regards to where anybody would be around that football, there's nobody. It should have been intentional grounding. It wasn't called. There were a couple times. There was a third and 15 early in the game where their left tackle jumped. False start. Wasn't called. There was a, I believe there was an encroachment penalty on Tampa Bay where it was kind of a free play for Aaron Rodgers, and they let the play go. It seems like Aaron Rodgers is the only one that gets away with that because everybody else seems to, they stopped that play. Aaron Rodgers seems to be allowed to keep going. So like I said, there were missed calls on both sides of this thing, and the refs did, I mean, listen, I was again, I will say, I'm still surprised the ref threw the flag at the end. But you have to understand you guys didn't win or lose the game on that call. You guys just didn't get another opportunity. You guys should have tried to go for it on fourth down. Again, I don't understand Matt LaFleur's thinking here. Okay, Tampa Bay, if you do, if you do turn the ball over on fourth down, Tampa Bay's got to take over first and ten from the eight. Okay, say maybe Tampa Bay gets one first down. All right, you still have time because of the two-minute warning and the three timeouts. You're forcing them to punt likely from inside the 20 or around the 20, which creates a shorter field for the Packers. Whereas where you kick the field goal, you give uh, Tampa Bay a chance to return it. They get it to about the 20. They do pick up a first down. If, even if the penalty flag wasn't called, you're still talking about they're punting and they're sending you back to your own 20-25 yard line. Green Bay had not been good in the red zone outside of the one touchdown. They could have gotten in between the 20s. They probably would have done that. But again, the defense, I think, would have held in the red zone. And like I said, there's also no guarantee that you guys even would have got that far, that the Packers would have gotten that far. So, like I said, I think there was a mistake. I think Green Bay made the mistake before that penalty was called because, again, even if you don't get it on the fourth down call, you still force them to take over on downs inside the 10. So... Again, I'm not going to buy that Green Bay lost the game because of one call. Not going to buy that. All right. Again, surprised the flag was thrown, but I'm not buying it. Tampa Bay played the game the way they needed to. The pass rush was all over Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay was really missing Bakhtiari, and JPP and Shaq Barrett really earned their money on Sunday, and again, they're going to have a chance to feast in Super Bowl 55. When I look at this NFC Championship game, Tom Brady played well enough and played great enough to give Tampa Bay the lead, but it was their defense that deserves all the credit because this defense was the one that secured them the win. Because I'll tell you what, Tom Brady did almost everything he could to lose that game on Sunday. I was I was having shades and, and remembering, and I, my favorite team wasn't even playing that day. It was the AFC Championship game, I can't remember what year, but it was, uh, maybe it was 2009. It was the Colts and the Patriots. Tom Brady and the Patriots are up big. They're up by 18. Indianapolis is down. They got Peyton Manning. They somehow come back down 18 and win the game at the end. I thought that was going to happen because Tom Brady was throwing three picks. But it didn't, thankfully. Again, the defense deserves a ton of credit. All those guys do. I know everyone's talking about Tom Brady going to their 10th Super Bowl. I'm surprised that nobody's really mentioning the fact that Tampa Bay's hosting the Super Bowl. I'm surprised that's been a little overlooked fact. Maybe they'll talk about it more next week, but either way, incredible job. Tampa Bay becomes the first team to ever do it. A lot of history there. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what the Super Bowl turns out. I was telling some people earlier, I don't care what the result is. Obviously, I want to win, but I'm going to enjoy these next two weeks as much as possible because I was 13 years old last time Tampa Bay played in the Super Bowl against the Raiders and won. I don't know the next time that he's going to go to the Super Bowl maybe they go next year because I think Tom Brady and the Bucks will be good next year but there's no guarantee and I'm not going to pretend that I think oh hey we're going to go back to back to Super Bowls all right it may not happen I'm going to enjoy this as much as possible and like I said it's going to be a fun matchup we'll talk more about it throughout the course of the rest of the week of this week and next week as we get ready for Super Bowl Sunday For turning our attention now, we're going to talk health and nutrition. John Devine will join us in the Whitefish Credit Union studios. We'll talk about all that more as you try and achieve your goals for a happier, healthier you here in 2021. Let's discuss all of that with John next here on the Knock on Sports.